Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, this is Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is Gwen Clay. He is the VP of Product Management at CA Atomic. Welcome to the show, Gwen. Well, thank you very much for having me. Of course, of course. So why don't you kick us off with telling us, you know, all about your company? Well, uh, CA Technologies. <laughs> CA Technologies is a large global enterprise software company that has been around for four decades. In fact, it's one of the few uh, stalwarts of the software industry, along with companies such as IBM and Microsoft. Uh, within uh, uh, CA Technologies, at, in the automation business unit, we focus on enabling customers to be more successful in their business outcomes by by streamlining and accelerating their business process. In the automation business unit, we enable customers to within the automation business unit, we empower customers to accelerate and be more agile. Uh, enabling them to deploy software faster and ensure their infrastructure is continuously automated and their mission-critical business processes run successfully and on time. Excellent. And, you know, how did you get involved with this company? Well, I've been in automation for the past two decades. Um, I originally came up um, in the uh, in the 90s, just around the time where networking and the Internet really took off. And that led me to having to participate in automation projects. Uh, I had an opportunity a few decades ago when I lived in Canada. I now live in Vienna, Austria, of 
uh, working specialized automation vendor, and I've always pursued this line of automation for my entire career. I find it fascinating how you can achieve much, much more and what a and what a, a, a force multiplier automation is for, is for your business. Yeah, I mean, where do you see, I guess, the future? You've seen the, com- the future of this from the beginning. You know, you've been there in the trenches from the get-go. You know, what do we, what should we expect to see moving forward in the next five, ten years? Well, I think there's some amazing trends that are happening in in software today. Everything and and application development is really evolving. Everything from microservices and container technologies like Docker. Uh, new applications that are going to be built on blockchain, uh, serverless computing, and business applications shifting into the cloud. However, if you look at a lot of today's enterprises, they really have a multi-generational mix of platforms, infrastructure, and applications that have been around for the past 20 or 30 years. And a lot of these, a lot of the time, when new applications are built, they just don't immediately replace everything. So you end up having to uh, be able to integrate with the uh, the old world while being able to move it into new world. And this is really where we come in. We enable you to um, bring structure to your automation and integration across all of these generations of technology and allow these these systems to seamlessly uh, integrate and communicate with each other. That really takes the burden off of, of your clients to have to deal with all those tiny idiosyncrasies, right, of the computers, which is nice. Well, it certainly does. You know, not only does automation allow you to have to do le- less labor, of course, which is the, the underlying value, but there's there's very significant uh, improvements in security, reliability, repeatability, and auditability. And all of those things combined result in peace of mind. So when someone comes to your your company as a client, you know, what can they expect? Give me a play-by-play of of how they can get set up and what they what they should expect walking in the door or contacting you first time. So um normally when we when we first engage with a customer, uh it's normally where they're when they're feeling pain, where they've outgrown the automation tools that they have or they still have pockets and islands of manual processes. Uh, so for an application that's looking at deploying software much more frequently because they're using agile development practices and they're adopting DevOps methodologies, uh, with our release automation product, we allow them to build a continuous delivery pipeline, which allows them to do, which allows them to focus on building the software without having to worry about deploying it. It eliminates all the manual errors and it provides a lot of reliability and repeatability as they deploy software out to uh, to all of their servers. Um, for some customers, uh, they have they still have a lot of challenges in onboarding, whether it's new infrastructure or applications or or even uh, creating new users on their systems. Um, we we enable customers to accelerate that process. A lot of the time, they have the automation tools in place. Normally, they have a lot of automation tools. They have what we call islands of automation. What we allow what we we allow them to do is bring structure and order and allow them to integrate all of those pieces of automation uh, to provide an overarching orchestration capability. Wow. So it's it's just like a one stop shop really. There there is an enormous number of things you can do with automation. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like you can <laughs> you can achieve so much more with this automation. One person can now achieve exponentially more work than than it was before. And this is a very exciting thing to get involved in for businesses because they can see their growth happening very quickly. And, and 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 it's really important that people have an automation mindset. Now, there's new initiatives within IT such as DevOps where automation is a, is a key tenant of that movement. But even today, people are pretty resistant to embrace automation, you know, because of the fear of embracing change and the fear of job security. But for those who choose to be part of the solution, if you're the one to automate much of your daily work, you know, you'll you'll be looked at as being someone who can move automation forward, and it allows you to become the standard bearer for automation within your team, group, or company. Uh, we have a number of success stories with clients who've gone from from leveraging our tools to creating a full center of excellence around automation for their business to achieve greater business results. So, you know, you, you touched on um, you know a lot of people are afraid to embrace automation because of possibly decreasing jobs. But from the sounds of it, what you're proposing is that this is actually going to be helpful in in getting the job done correctly, but not necessarily a threat to jobs. So I think that there will always be certain classes of jobs that are are vulnerable to automation. And we see that in our everyday lives with uh, going to the grocery store and seeing automated checkout counters or you know, going to a fast food outlet and being able to walk up to a kiosk and order, um, let alone parking lots, which have been automated for decades now. Um, mm-hmm. But I think for, for knowledge workers, there's just an enormous amount of opportunity and there's still significant pockets of, and there's still significant pockets of skill shortages out there. Um, and, and I think that, that as if businesses can, uh, especially those that are involved in the knowledge economy can be able to automate the 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 not only the mundane but also some very complex error prone processes that's going to allow their business to accelerate faster, which is going to create opportunities for everyone involved in that company oh absolutely, and it gives you just a bigger a bigger breath for the entire the entire company you're working for. Yeah, I always it's funny you mentioned the parking garages because I go there and sometimes you know there's an issue with the automation. And I'm like, where are the people? I need a person to complain to, but you can't. <laughs> I'm not um, going to take so any my... blame for that. We don't automate parking. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. That's not you specifically. Um, so I'm looking here on your website, and I'm seeing that you have an uh, atomic or automatic university. Yeah. So what we what we have is we provide both uh, in classroom as well as uh, online and uh, instructor led training, remote training as well. Uh, to enable customers to not only get familiar with their products, but to get uh, familiar with automation best practices uh, that they can adopt within within their own businesses. It really accelerates the adoption of the of the software. Yeah, so they can just get hit the ground running because they have all the tools and information they need. And do you offer this to every client, or is this something that is you have to sign up for it if if you wish? Most customers normally take advantage of our education services in one, one shape or form. Some customers are much more comfortable just uh, uh, learning online at their own pace, pace, while some people still prefer an interactive classroom session with an instructor. Um, mm-hmm. But most people uh, do try to educate themselves on, on how they can take full advantage of the software. 
I'm also looking here at your services. So how does it, how I guess does it work? Walk us through, is it, you know, a package that customers come in, they say, okay, I want this package, which includes these services, or is it a little bit of an a la carte where, you know, you can do in person, you could do, you know, a package. How does that work? Well, the, the needs will vary from business to business, but a lot of the time what customers need is, is, uh, is a ramp to help launch off of. So we, we enable them with the software much more quickly through education and also through services to really be able to, sh to show some best practices and take uh, some sample applications or other automation processes they, they, they wish to. With our professional services, it's really about accelerating the customer's time to value with the software. So whether it's through education or being on site, and helping to work with them as they start automating their very first processes. Uh, it can really help uh, the customer embrace automation and, and uh, show them with real-world examples from the tools that they use every day, um, how they can automate much more efficiently. Uh, from there, they can then take the software themselves and, uh, and then move that in new directions within their business. So you're giving them the tools and then they can work with them as much as or as little as they like. Yes, that's correct. Um, so what what I guess is, is unique about your company when it comes to to this type of software and this type of type of autom automation services for companies, but what really makes you stand out? So I think for us it's really the breadth of integrations across all generations of technology and across all of your business applications. Uh, we really have a broad portfolio of integrations, and we even make them available on a marketplace for you. Uh, not only that, but we make it very simple to be able to, to integrate any custom applications that you may have within our system very, very quickly. Um, another area where we're starting to focus on is more and more around intelligent automation. Um, so you can't open up a a magazine or a website without reading about the influence of artificial intelligence and machine learning. And this is going to be extremely influential uh, over, the, over the next several years. And I think we're going to be able to achieve some very powerful outcomes within a, a short period of time. Um, so maybe to, to use an analogy that everyone can get their heads around, um, you know, just imagine in your day-to-day -day life that you're a very tall person who's prone to banging their head on things. And if you had a headache from bumping your head, a lot of the systems people use today are fairly rudimentary. They'd say, if you have a headache, give aspirin. Or um, they, or it would be, um, do you, if you have a headache, what caused it? Was it from bumping your head? Um, in a more advanced system today, they would use something like decision trees. So if you have a headache, do they have a fever? No. Did they bump their head? Yes. Well, then give them an aspirin. But imagine if we start thinking about how we could leverage the power of intelligence and analytics. Imagine if you get to a point that every time you went into the basement and at where you would routinely bang your head, that you could get a proactive warning uh, using analytics and geolocation data, or even taking that a step forward. Imagine you were out in the world and you were somewhere you'd never been before, but they would be able to take uh, statistical data about yourself, uh, your location, and your propensity for banging your head, and it would be <laughs> able to tell you that you should probably think about ducking. 
So this is where I start. So this is just a, you know, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of an analogy, but if you start looking at applications and uh, business processes and your infrastructure, uh, we're going to be able to do a lot of things, not only um, um, that are self-remediating, but also proactively helping uh, to for the problem to never happen in the first place. And that's not that far out. It's a, it's really a near-term goal, and it's going to be very powerful, and it's going to allow people to automate um, and achieve better outcomes through that automation uh, much, much, uh, much, much more. Sorry, let me start up, back up. It's going to allow people to achieve much greater value from their automation than ever before. Absolutely, and even predictive. If what you're, if what your your analogy is saying, potential to just weigh statistics and predict what you might even need in the future. That's that's exciting stuff. Precisely. Yeah, it's going oh, to be I able mean... to predict uh, what your what your uh, your what your application needs are, and it's going to be able to predict potential outages. Um, you know, even bo- and prevent them without you ever knowing about them. The only way you'll ever know about them is through some sort of reporting on the number of problems that were prevented. Wow, this that's really exciting, and also at the same time, just seems very, very complex. So, moving to that, I mean, what what hurdles have you guys encountered, and then how did you overcome them? Well, as as, as we move in this direction, the user experience becomes extremely important. So, as you mentioned, a lot of this is very complex. If you kind of think about a duck gliding through water. You know, it looks extremely graceful, but underneath the surface of the water, the duck's legs are moving in all directions. Um, we shouldn't have to expose the user to complexity. A user should be able to use a, a system with the same level of, of complexity as their online banking system. Uh, they should be able to go in. They should be able to define the outcomes they want to achieve. Um, and then they should be able to define how they want to be be notified or alerted if there's problems. And from there, really letting the system take care of everything else. I feel like there's a lot of trust that is in has uh, given to you in this process. <laughs> well, th- that's always been the challenge with automation. And it's it's taken several decades of evolution for people to uh, really understand that they can trust the automation policies and practices that they put into place, and uh, and it's it's really about establishing a uh, a relationship with the customer and trust as a vendor for customers to believe that you can be that trusted partner to provide uh, their their automation needs, and which which is what CA has been doing now for for almost four decades. And that's something that I think customers can take can take to heart is that you have been doing it for such a long amount of time that you have hashed out a lot of the issues that maybe newer companies will have yet to encounter, <laughs> per se. Right, because we can not only automate uh, the world of today, we can automate the world that you live in, which has evolved over many, many years. So do you have any client stories, like clients that you've seen that have come to you with it, with their business and it has changed them in such a positive way? Right. So we have a number of great success stories on our website that people can, can access. But uh, to give a few examples, we have a, uh, a customer who is a uh, athletic apparel company that mm-hmm. they have agreements with their uh, retail channels that they will... Uh, guaranteed to have certain products in stock and on the shelves at all times. 
Um, and uh, it's called a retail replenishment process. And if they don't have those products on the shelves at all time, they may have to pay penalties to those uh, stores for wasting um, shelf space, which is reserved for them. Uh, they are able to um, to uh, adopt our software and within a matter of a, a short few weeks, model out a process and then and then roll that out and um, and successfully reduce the LP, the uh, their SLAs to almost zero. Uh, the person who was involved in the project from a business perspective got promoted because of it. Um, oh, wow. In another instance, we had we have um, a large online streaming service that uses us to collect and process all of the data for their recommendation engine. And once that data is collected, it allows their data scientists to um, start processing um, new algorithms and uh, new ways of uh, designing the, their uh, recommendation engine uh, using using our system in a very automated fashion, which results in um, in better experiences for uh, the users of the system. Excellent. And it results in having much better recommendations when you're sitting down and watching TV tonight. <laughs> Exactly. It's it's infiltrating into all the systems. Well, to better to better understand our needs, really. Yep. Correct. Um, so, for you, you know, what motivates you in this? What is, what creates your spark working in this in this industry? So, I think one of the the remarkable things is that automation is is never done, and I think there's never been a better time to to be helping people with their automation. If you look at the just all of the changes over the past decade, decade and a half, let alone the past 30 or 40 years, um, the increase in um, in speeds of networks, mobile experience for people, uh, the increase in data through big data and analytics projects, and some incredible innovations with cloud-based applications and software as a service, uh, the only way for businesses are really going to be able to keep up is through automation. I remember in the late 90s, I ran into a customer of, of, of mine, and I was shocked to find out that they were automating on over 400 servers. That seemed like an enormous number at the time. Uh, today, we routinely have customers who automate us on 10,000, 30,000, 50,000, and then in one extreme example, over 200,000 servers uh, within within their um, within their IT estate. And the only way you can do that is through automation. Uh, it's, it's really beyond uh, the ability for, for, for people to, to keep up with that. And to, throwing people at the problem is never a long-term solution. Yeah, it gives you so much more power as an individual than ever before. And that's... You know, it, cer that's it why certainly it's does. And I think that's the other thing that that I'm finding very exciting right now is really around the whole topic of intelligence and, and how businesses can leverage machine learning, analytics, big data, and eventually AI into achieving um, even higher levels of automation that couldn't have possibly be imagined just a decade ago. Yeah, it always it blows me away every day how my phone automates so much of my life and that's just a small example in someone's personal life you know your phone has all your calendar it has you know your communication and your emails it stores you know all your notes everything 
And so when you think about automation as just something we use every day, like a cell phone or a smartphone, I think it becomes a little bit less scary for people too. You know, it, it certainly does. And, and, and even with your cell phone or smartphone, there's a lot of automation that goes on behind the scenes. Um, all of these vendors who provide all these online services have an enormous amount of automation that they that they require in order to be, to keep that service up and running for you. So so if it's whether it's uh, uh, looking up on a photo sharing application or connecting to social media or streaming music, all of those services um, have you know rely on on tools from vendors such as CA Technologies to ensure that they're their applications and infrastructure are up and running and that their business processes run continuously so so that the services are always available for you. And also with our software, we help them accelerate we accelerate the delivery of applications so they can continuously bring you new features to the, to those smartphone app stores. That's that's excellent. You're just keeping you're keeping up with the demand of the times and the needs that you are witnessing from your clients and around the world. We certainly are. And, and then, of course, you know, the other thing that's hard to look at is that everything we use today will one day be legacy. And uh, <laughs> and there'll be a new generation of devices, uh, computing applications, uh, platforms, and data center technologies that will make the ones that we use today look quaint and adequated, antiquated. And as you mentioned, it's never, it's it's a always changing, never ending you know, technology that you're going to continue to use. And that's, that really is incredible and and very interesting. And like I said, it's exciting. It's exciting for businesses to be able to see to see themselves grow in this manner. It certainly is. I've been designing automation tools for 20 years and the continued pace of change. And in some ways, I think it's, it, it's just continuing to accelerate. It's, it's really a terrific field to be in because you always need to be, sorry, it's a real terrific field to be in because you always need to keep up with the latest innovations to be able to help businesses connect the dots from mm -hmm. today to yesterday. And your company is offering that. When your clients come in, they're not having to think about what dots to connect. You're giving them the service of here are the dots that we need to connect. This is how we're going to do it. And then you move on from there. That's absolutely what we do. Well, that, that is fantastic, and I think this service is, is very helpful to a lot of people and is really going to take off. Um, any final thoughts for our listeners? I, I think that as we see automation in our everyday life, it's, uh, it can sometimes be a little, little disheartening. But, you know, at the, at the heart of it, automation is what makes a lot of these new innovations and services that you, you consume and enjoy possible. I think in everyday life, people feel concerned sometimes about the level of automation they see around them. But the reality is without automation, a lot of the services that they've been able to enjoy simply wouldn't be available. And that because they need to look at it through the lens of the potential. They need to look at it through the lens that automation creates possibility. I love that. Automation creates possibility. That's a great catchphrase. I'll have to copyright it. <laughs> you will. You will. Well, Gwen, thank you so much for coming on the podcast with us today and sharing your information and your catchy catchphrases. Uh, I love the duck analogy, and I think we're really going to think about that when I think about automation now. I'm just going to think, well, the feet are under there, moving every direction. I love that. Well, thank you very much for having me.
Of course. Well, this has been Gwen Clay, VP of Product Management at CA Atomic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000-plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.